Before we even kick off the podcast, I just want to remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. The Hog Football Podcast is brought to you by GameStrat. GameStrat is the number one sideline replay choice for the top football programs in the country. Their system is extremely reliable, easy to set up and use, and they also have the best customer service in the industry. Go to GameStrat.com to learn why more coaches keep switching to GameStrat for their sideline replay system. That's GameStrat.com. G-A-M-E-S-T-R-A-T.com. Before we move on, let's talk about the fastest growing sports team software, All In Team Sports, and how it's helping coaches save time while streamlining their communication, scheduling, and so much more. It's no surprise that coaches are always looking for ways to increase efficiency and save time. That's why this software is so great. It offers coaches all the features they need to manage their teams, from player nutrition and health goals to in-app awards, document sharing, and a team feed that immediately boosts player engagement. This software makes it easy for coaches to stay organized and help their teams succeed. The software also allows coaches to set up a variety of different activities and tasks. For example, coaches can create a schedule for their team, assign tasks to individual players, and even create custom messages for specific groups or individuals. This allows coaches to quickly communicate with their players and keep track of their progress. Plus, the software also allows coaches to create and manage sports-specific activities such as drills and practices. And for all the football coaches out there, they have a video system that is built to work with Huddle that is top-notch. You can sign up today using using code HOGFOOTBALLCHAT to get 75 days entirely free. And I promise it will be an app that will replace all others on your phone. Check them out by going to allinteamsports.com or give them a follow on Twitter at allinteamsports. Hi, I'm Coach Tony Schiffman, and welcome to the Hog Football Podcast, where we talk all things football and all things offensive line. Hey guys, uh, so today I've got the wonderful opportunity to talk to my brother from another mother, Coach Derek Doherty again. Um, this Coach Coach Doherty is actually a repeat offender. Um, he is, if you go back way through the archives, I think he was my fifth or sixth ever podcast. Um, and I said, you know what, I gotta have I gotta have Derek back. It's been a while. A lot has happened since then. So, Coach, welcome back. Uh, good to talk to you. Um, I hate that I have to see your face on video right now. It's <laughs> ugly, but uh, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, thanks for having me. I was uh, really excited yesterday when you reached out. So um, love talking ball, love talking to you. So really excited to be on. Yeah, well, a lot. like I said, a lot's happened. And, and, and this being your second time, we can, we can kind of skip some of the other questions. Um, first question I got to ask, because it's been such a long time. How, first of all, congratulations on all the success you guys have had I, I love watching you guys um it's it's been so fun to watch what you've done over over these last four seasons um since we've last talked you went through the COVID season I'm, I'm curious and, and you and I have talked a little bit about that but but talk to me about how you guys made it through that and the struggles um struggles you might have had during the season with everything going on with all the protocols and all that fun stuff yeah that was wild um 
you know, it seems at times it seems like it was so long ago, but then, then again, it seems like it was just yesterday. I mean, we're still obviously dealing with, with COVID, uh, you know, running through schools and stuff, but, um, you know, that was a wild year. Actually, I remember uh, a couple things talking to my students right before um, the schools went on shutdown and, and I was teaching science and they asked, you know, do you think we're really going to go on shutdown? And I said, no. And then <laughs> that weekend, we actually, we were at Glacier clinics and, and uh, when we came back, school was, was shut down. And, and so just kind of living day to day in that, that world. Well, then you start thinking, what about football, you know, and, and how's this going to affect everything that we do? Um, so I was actually on my boat when um, the, the state dropped what they were going to do. So um, I got a phone call from our, our local media guy and he said, did you see what the state just put out? Um, jumped on my email real quick and saw that they were going to run, you know, a condensed schedule. So we had to take a couple games off of our, our schedule and, and work through all that stuff. But, um, you know, we were, we were obviously just really glad that we got to play the game yeah. um, and an abbreviated schedule. Uh, we, we were solid that year and it was a little bit frustrating. You, well, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, you were sir. solid that year. Shut your mouth. You guys, you guys <laughs> scored like 50 points a game. You guys were crushing people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, we were, we were pretty solid that yeah. year. Um, so it, it, it just kind of, it's, uh, it sucks for us because, you know, historically Fort Madison has not been uh, great at football and, and we had a, a lot of goals. One of the major goals was to make the playoffs. And, um, you know, we, we were seven and two on the season. Uh, we lost to, um, you know, two really tough teams, obviously. Yeah. But uh, the state didn't consider it a, a playoff appearance. Um, Which is dumb because yeah, because you and I have talked about this, and the way I the way I told you the way my my thought process is, and I know the state of Iowa and football is a whole ball of wax. I don't want to get into, but <laughs> you guys essentially. So the, for the listeners, <clears throat> and I know this is a while ago. Essentially, what the state of Iowa did was everybody made the playoffs, quote unquote. And then the first round, you guys won that game, which Correct. in my in my opinion, the, the technically the, the game you unfortunately lost to Grinnell was the second round of the playoffs. You guys were in the playoffs. You won your first playoff game. So that's that's kind of the way I look at things. I know the state doesn't see it that way. And I know. I know you do sometimes, but you also beat yourself up over it sometimes too. But that's that's you guys won a playoff game. You're you made the playoffs. Todd Tharp, be damned. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Cause I'm 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 with you, man. Um, and I appreciate you know some of the the conversations that were were had on social media. And you were the first one to jump in and and stand up for us. And yeah. um, you know, it, it was a special year for us. Uh, on top of all the adversity of of COVID and, and yeah. all of that, so. Yeah, we, we, we count it here, uh, whether the yeah. state wants to or not, um, we, we count it. Well, and, and for me, for me as the, 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 the bystander watching, that was, that was awesome to watch because, A, that group of seniors were, were our first group of freshmen together when you, when you and I were coaching together. Um, so yes. it was fun to watch, and those kids were, those kids were, were always – like they made football fun. And that was the, that was the group that – you know, you and I look back and shoot, well, 2017, we looked back and said, you know, this is the group that's going to turn it around essentially and help, help lead it to the, to the next phase. Um, yeah. And you guys are, are in that next phase now, you know, you followed up that season um, with a, a six and three. And then, and then last year you guys 
made the playoffs again this time officially what was what was the feeling like around town because you know i people that don't know fort madison fort madison is a very um fierce sports town believe it or not you know despite like you said you guys not having a lot of success it's still a town that's very proud of its athletics very proud of its athletes what was the what was the feeling like in town during the season last year when you guys like I said, officially made the playoffs. What, 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 talk to me a little bit about how that was. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was cool from, from what I remember. Um, you and I are cut from the same cloth, very tunnel vision. Um, I'm a homebody. I don't get out very much anymore. Um, especially during the football season, you know, right. we're, we're working seven days a week on this. So, um, you know, it was, it was fantastic. Um, the next day, really just getting all the text messages and, and that night, um, you know, our, our staff, our, our rule is we go and celebrate together or sulf together. And so we celebrated that night as a staff and um, it was a lot of fun. But the next day for me was was a work day, you right. know, and getting right back on film. And um, I'm, I'm not very good at enjoying things. It's something that I'm trying <laughs> to get better at. Uh, but I'm, I'm just a worker by nature. So it was, um, OK, what's next? You know, we right. really wanted to win that that. Um, first playoff game and, and unfortunately came up short in that but uh, that's just kind of how I'm wired and, and like I said sometimes it's uh, it's a bummer because I don't enjoy a lot of things because I'm, I'm always on to the next thing so I'm, I'm driven but uh, reflecting back it was great man our, our support here has been phenomenal um, the town has really come alive we've always wanted to be a football town I feel and, and mm -hmm. I remember when you came like this place had a, a, a new sense of, of just excitement. And I appreciate you bringing that, um, you know, you really kicked Fort Madison football into high gear and, and it's been, it's been great ever since. Yeah. But, but you and I have talked about that too, again, and, and I, I'm you and I, again, we, we think the same. I didn't do much like, and I'm not, and I'm not here to, to talk about me, obviously. I, I think I just sort of, gave you guys a push and that's I, that sounds super cocky now that i said it like i regret saying that <laughs> but i think no, it's a it's 100 percent true there's nothing but, cocky about that but you you like you've done everything since then like you i look at i look at the things you've done you know win loss your win loss record you know people don't realize I, I, you 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 just finished your fourth season as the head coach and you've already you're the third winningest coach in fort madison history which is is awesome uh you know they're gonna they're gonna build statues for you in that place um, <laughs> oh, you God, know the, <laughs> the things you guys have done offensively the things you guys have done defensively um you know keeping keeping the the bulk of that staff intact and, and making sure guys are sticking around and playing four years and and the things the things that that i don't think the town really appreciates is what you do off the field um, with with you know athletic enhancement and with keeping those kids doing multiple sports and and just the and that's but that's you a that's you b that's you being uh, I use this phrase very respectfully being a townie being from from Fort Madison and being proud of it that's that's just that's I don't think you you could do it any other way that's just the way you do things which is I think more and I think correct me if I'm if I'm wrong you're speaking on that. Um, at the the Southeast Iowa Clinic, or is that that's kind of what you're talking about, right? 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, um, yeah. I, and, and I, I agree with you. Um, I remember I worked for a guy before you came in, and, and he said Fort Madison's different. And, and you know, Fort Madison's all I know, um, right. except for my my college experience. So, right. um, I, I know that it is different. I, I guess I just don't have the experience, you know, the the outside experiences like you do. Um, but but I knew that it it could be a, a successful place you know right. i mean we have we have our fights everybody has their fights but uh um just i don't know i i knew that it could be special and i'm i'm happy that you kick-started us um and, and just want to make sure that credit is given where credit is due and and you brought that excitement you gave me confidence in in uh you know jumping on this journey i don't know if i would have done it without you and that's not just because we're on air i mean i've owed you that thank you for a long time and and um, you know, I, I really do appreciate you and, and you building up my confidence in, hey, man, this you're the guy for the job and you're the guy that, that can take this. So um, I, and, and all that culture stuff, you know, right. that's my favorite part. I'm blessed, like you were talking about with the staff, really the, the X's and O's and all of that. Um, you know, I, I get a play with, but um, right. my, my, my staff is phenomenal. I mean, I'm nothing without them. And you know that as a, a football coach, it's not it's not my ugly or it is my ugly face that's on the program but it's <laughs> it's all these ugly all these awesome guys that are making it happen well and you do you do a great job like i said i always keep up and, and every every article every report i see you are always praising your assistant coaches which is what good head coaches do you know you you take the blame when things go bad but when things go good you are you are always um diverting that attention to those guys which is like i said what you're what you're supposed to do and um you know we you talked about kind of my my pushing you into into taking that head coaching job um you know there was a time when a, you you knew you wanted to be a football coach but your your plan was to be a head coach of another sport um which, you know you still you still the assistant wrestling coach is is that still at the back of your mind um or or have you kind of <laughs> said I, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm happy in the role I'm in. Uh, maybe I'll just stick being the assistant, uh, an assistant in wrestling or, or is that something that you still think about and kind of want to pursue? Yeah, man, we're going through that right now. Um, obviously, uh, coach Smith, it, our, our program wrestling program is, is special. Right. Since 1959, we've only had three head coaches and yeah, there's been a, yeah, a lot of winning, um, a lot of, of success and coach Smith has uh, really put an exclamation point on this program. So it's, it's really important to me, um, you know, growing up through the program and then and obviously becoming a, an assistant. Yeah. That's something that we're talking about. Um, you know, football is, is year round for me right. as far as, you know, just the, the studying and everything else. So coach Smith, he, he said, uh, you know, we need to we need to start developing a plan because I don't know if I want to do that to you. Uh, two sport head coach, especially back to back seasons, would be um, absolutely uh, insane. Right. Um, so the the whole reason that I had never applied football's always been my passion. Um, it's what I I truly truly love. I mean, I love wrestling too, and I always struggled with that question: What do you love more, football or wrestling? I always felt like there needed to be an answer, and there there doesn't need to be. I love both of them, um, but. At the end of the day, um, you know, as long as we can turn the wrestling program over to somebody that us as a program 
are is comfortable with right i'm okay with being an assistant for the rest of my life um and, and you know i i never applied for the head football job just because luke rickleman um you know he was my my best buddy and i never wanted to go against him i always wanted him to get it right um and then you know he obviously started his family and everything else happened and um uh, the opportunity presented itself you you built me up and and got me crazy enough to um <laughs> apply for it and and here we are you know so yeah the whole wrestling thing that's it's going to be interesting in the next couple of years right or actually the next year because smith has made it pretty known this will be his last year he's going to yeah. see uh the senior class out this incoming senior class and we've got some choices to make is that between you and me and all the listeners who are who are listening um <laughs> you think rick will go for it or you think you is is there other you know, because I know, I know. Again, just thinking off the cuff, there's a there's a pretty good there's a pretty good wrestling coach in the building with your last name who just had a really successful season. Has has that been discussed as well? Um, yeah. I mean, as far as Rickleman, uh, he, he, we've had conversations. I think that he would be fantastic. Now, uh, he, he's got Luke. Two, Luke two is fantastic. Ones. Luke is fantastic in any role. Like Luke is just a good coach. He understands kids. He he can communicate with kids. He he doesn't ever get too hot, too cold. Um, he's he's a fantastic coach at any sport, any level. So that that yeah. Anyways, continue. Sorry. I, no, I I agree a hundred percent with what you you just said about him. I mean, you described him perfectly. So, um, you know, I I was pushing for him. I think that he would be a, a fantastic next head wrestling coach. Now he's got two little ones at home, and and he's involved in so much right um, around here, and he plays he plays vital roles in every program. So, um, you know, if he doesn't want it, um, obviously we want what he wants. Um, my brother did have a really great season with, with the girls and, yeah. and that was so exciting to watch and be a part of. And he loves it. Um, you know, his schedule is pretty crazy with his work. He's a non-teacher. So that's right. a, a factor in it. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think that he would be great. Um, and whoever it is, uh, I'll assist them however I can. And that's kind of been my message to to both those guys. Obviously my brother and I have had conversations about what's next. Um, you know, he coaches girls softball. So he has a relationship with a lot of those girls anyways. And it, it seems to just um, flow very, very well. Yeah. Um, Cause he's getting a lot of those softball girls to, to be multiple sport athletes and, and try wrestling. And um, I don't know. I, I, I think he's, he's happy with where he's at and he likes the challenge. He likes um, the newness, but um, I'm sure there's something that's, that's itching inside of him. Just again, prideful program, right. just, you know, wanting to, to be a part of, of that side too. So uh, the next, the next year is going to be really, really interesting in the wrestling right. program. Well, and it's, it's, in my opinion, again, I think it's very, it's important that that next guy's, I think I think and this is my own personal opinion. I'm sure you feel the same. It's got to be somebody from within the family. Like it, you, I, I don't know if you can bring an outsider in uh, who, who's not familiar with with Fort Madison wrestling and and have the same success. I, I think it's important that somebody somebody who's got ties, whether as an assistant previously or a former wrestler or somebody. I think that's I think that's vital to keep the success going because, like you said, three head coaches since 1959 is is nuts um, yeah and and three probably arguably hall of fame coaches uh, oh I mean, for sure yeah like so it's not like three bums it's three guys who have had 
so much success. Um, so it's it's going to be important. That that's a that's a big hire um, for the school. Yeah, and and you know if it's internal or or inside the family, that's fantastic. I mean, it's crazy that I've been at this long enough. We have some guys that are now teachers um, that that I coached. You know, right. and they're they're coaching elsewhere, and hopefully. Um, and yeah, you better believe we're having these conversations and reaching out, but hopefully it's, um, you know, something that some of these guys are excited about, but right. we we could also get lucky and have a guy like coach Smith, who's, who is an outsider who comes in and 20 plus years sure. later, he's still here, you know, and that's, that consistency is, is what's been most impressive. And, um, you know, coach Smith had a lot of opportunities. He's a fantastic coach. He could have been out of here, but he stayed the course and, you know, personally, I'm so thankful. And I know there's hundreds of other kids who have been through the program who are thankful for that too. And so that's what we're looking for. Somebody that's going to come in and, and not just, um, you know, a year or two, hopefully just because of the consistency of that program. Yeah, that's true. I forget, I forget coach Smith was an outsider. He's a, yeah. he's a, he's an outcast. So um, <laughs> there, there you go, guys, guys listening. If you are a, uh, if you're a wrestling coach slash Spanish teacher they, they've got a they've got a very unique fit for you at uh at, at Fort Madison in Iowa um talking shifting gears a little bit we talked about football in the state we've talked about wrestling you've been obviously from you you competed in both what is it what is it about the state of Iowa where and this is this is my interpretation of things as an outsider why is why is football sort of seen as the outcast in in the state of Iowa? Do you think? Um, and and what what is it? What is it on on the flip side of that? What is it about the state of Iowa where wrestling is is king? Because wrestling is king. There's no question about it. Um, and football, unfortunately, I think football sometimes we've talked about this. Maybe third, fourth most important. What what is what is it about the state that? that that's the reasoning for it because there's some good football go play, being played in, in the state of Iowa and some good football players. What, what are your thoughts and opinions on that? Yeah, that's a great question. I think a lot of it um, goes to, to a guy by the name of Dan Gable, which <laughs> even not non-wrestling people know who that is. Right. Yeah. And one of my, my favorite stories is I was overseas and um, I was in Iceland actually. And, and a Iranian guy came up and he's like wrestling brother, wrestling brother and pointed to my ears and because uh, I got those ugly ears, and oh, yeah. he said uh, he asked me where I was from, and I remember I said Iowa, USA, and he goes, "Oh, Iowa, tough." So <laughs> I mean, it's it's not just in inside the state or inside the nation, um, you know, it's it's worldwide. People right. know Iowa um, as a wrestling place, so I think that's really cool. Um, but again, I think it, it credits to, to Dan Gable and the, the Iowa Hawkeyes. And, uh, you know, he was an Iowa State Cyclone as a, a, a competitor. Um, man, I, I just really think that it is it's him and then his coaching tree yeah. that has expanded. I mean, Tom and Terry Brands um, are, are the head coaches now. And, and um, you know, Iowa State and you and I are both really, really tough. And they both have ex-Iowa wrestlers, ex-Dan Gable trained guys it's it's just a lineage you know and and uh he's he's built something that is again world worldwide and um where does football fit in there you know i i don't know i agree with you i think there's some high level football being played we we had you know that caden proctor kid who is going to alabama so 
Um, we've got talent inside the state. We've got mm-hmm. guys going all over the place. But you look at like Iowa football, and they're notorious for taking these. Um, you know, I don't the 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 non blue chip recruits and turning right. them into blue chip guys. You know, and and send them to the NFL and stuff. So. I guess I don't know. Again, Iowa, except for my little stint in Illinois for college, Iowa's all I really know um, right. in this small area of the world, which is totally fine. Um, but, yeah, I, it's a great question. Great question. <laughs> it's, well, and it's just something, again, for me being an outsider, I've always, I was always curious because, I mean, we saw, we saw some crazy talent when we were playing or when we were coaching, um, and – it's just it's just one of those things you 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 sit back and kind of say you know why um but i i get it i mean there's you know you look at you can have the same argument with you know you can look at kentucky and basketball indiana and basketball so it's it's the you know little pockets uh little pockets all over the place that um certain sports are quote-unquote king and and it is what it is it's just a, a curiosity thing for me um Talking about Iowa wrestling, I've got to ask because I can picture you right now, probably either at your house or at, at, at Smitty's house, watching the the Spencer Lee match. W- were you up on the couch jumping up and down? Did you know? Were you were you disappointed when he lost? Were you excited because the other guy has an opportunity? Because you know you're you're a big Iowa wrestling fan, but you're also just a wrestling fan you know collegiate wrestling what what was your thoughts kind of watching that match um and then sidebar question uh, his mother's nuts what were you, what was your thoughts about, about his mom oh man so yeah that was um that was a heart-wrenching thing i mean you follow these guys and and obviously being in the state yeah. and literally like an hour away i've met spencer lee and so you know he's chasing history and and you see something like that happen and and I'm not a fanatic of, of very much, but I am a fanatic of, of uh, Iowa wrestling. You know, it's uh, very important in, just in our state, like we were talking about. Yeah. But um, it literally felt like a death had occurred. Yeah. I mean, it, just instant feeling. I'm a, I'm a grown man watching this, this young guy compete, chasing his dream, um, and, and instantly just absolutely heartbroken for him. And, um, you know, but, but on the other side, wow to the purdue kid the ramos kid yeah and he, he just proves everything that that we talk about as coaches that everybody can be beat it doesn't matter who you are you know and the best guy doesn't always win it's who's who's wrestling or playing or whatever competing at the best at that moment right and it happened to be him you know and that's what's crazy about wrestling is it truly is a knockout sport you know it's mma boxing you could be whooping some dude and then all of a sudden he gets it's- Right. <laughs> a punch and it's lights out right you know fo- football basketball those types of things yeah there's momentum and things like that but you, you you see it building and and kind of um you know there's no knockout essentially right um so yeah i was i was absolutely heartbroken i still am um you know for him just because this kid has literally invested his entire life into this and and has chased it and he's such a great advocate for the sport he's a oh, fantastic yeah. young man He's done great things in our state. Um, you know, he, he's just a role model. And so to see him get his dreams crushed um, is just heart-wrenching. And, and um, on his mom, you know, <laughs> you think about it. I, I saw a lot of the memes and stuff. And I was kind of torn, to be honest. I mean, I know 
you know, there's a lot of memes and the stories behind it. But think about. But that the people, lady. the people who are saying that don't know her backstory. No, no. I mean, she's a a badass. I'm right. Sorry for the language, but I mean, she's she's a high level um, competitor herself. So. Right. But, you know, think about all of the, the money, all of the miles, everything that she, her and her husband and the family have invested, taking him literally all over the, not just the country, but the world, right. chasing this wrestling thing. And, and, you know, and then all of a sudden in a matter of 30 seconds, like just right. completely changed course. So, um Man, a lot of emotions, and and that's yeah. that's what's great about sports, you know. It's an emotional roller coaster, and the highs are so fantastic, and man, the lows are are. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, we talk as coaches that, um, you know, this is training us for life. So right. he's going to be successful because he's had both the highs and now the lows, and you saw how he responded. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on the internet about. Uh, questioning his character and stuff and and i think he's put all that to rest uh, we'll find out more and more on why he didn't compete the rest of the way out but he was there he shook hands with the ramos kid congratulated him just a fantastic young man and a great advocate for the great sport of wrestling now did did that kid end up winning the national title the purdue kid no he ended up getting beat in the finals really by who yeah. by who I, again i don't um a Princeton kid, oh, wow. uh, the, okay. the two seed. Yeah, Princeton had a really good year. Uh, they're they're doing some great things. So yeah, uh, smart and tough. That's awesome. That's very cool. Um, yeah, I was just you know curious about it because I've watched some. I've watched the national championships with you before, and and you're very animated. Um, you know, <laughs> for for those that don't know Coach Doherty, he is he is literally on his two feet the entire time. Doing you know shadow shadow wrestling almost moves and and, and <laughs> screaming at the tv so it's uh it's it's very it's very uh as a as a non-wrestler it's very fun to watch um you know let's i, I i'm gonna get you out of here quick so i know you got class but the, the last couple of things I've, i want to talk about we've talked about your success the last four years what's your plan for sustainability with success you know what's what's the what's the 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 next the next pieces of the puzzle to, to put down so that you can have another four years and again, continue to make the playoffs year in and year out. Um, you know, what's, what's, what's on your, what's in your, your notebook for, for how you guys are going to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I added that piece in the sustainability piece um, only being four years in um, that's a tough question. And then, you, you know, I mean, high school football is you graduate kids and, and you have, uh, every class is different. So, mm. you know, we, that's where we really lean on our culture. And I know culture is a, a buzzword, um, you know, and, and culture looks really good when you have talented kids and they buy in. But right. what happens when you don't have the, just the extreme talent, but you have really good kids, we're going to be okay um, with, with whatever our records and our, our whatever is, if we are, um, you know, holding true to our standards and, right. um, you know, just, just living our culture, you know, and, and uh, maximizing our potential. So that's kind of the, the thing that comes to my mind. I'm always going to be a, a relationships first guy. Right. I think that's, that's where it starts and ends. Um, I love our guys and, and I know that they love me. And um, I'm talking about my staff. I'm talking about um, obviously my players. And we make family a priority here. We talk right. a lot about family and it's not just because there's an F and an M in there, but because that's the most important thing. And, and 
um, you know, kind of you give us four years and we're going to give you 40 plus years type of right. thing. So, um, you know, I think that that, that family first and, and uh, culture is will, will be sustainable um, piece of our program. Right. Well, and it's again, like you said, there's there's something Fort Madison is different. And, and I think you've changed it to be the good the good type of different. And, and you know, I'm sure if you look through your your programs numbers are up um everywhere numbers and and again other coaches probably need to thank you for their numbers being up um and and so it's it'll be it'll be fun to watch i'm excited to watch you guys again for the next the next four years just from from afar um you know the the for me the names are, are starting to get a little different, uh, especially especially with this with this senior class leaving because there's only two kids that I really know in this in this senior class that you have, and that's Teague and Henry. Um, and then once those guys leave, it's kind of I'm I'm I don't know who these kids are, but it's fun for me because I see a lot of brothers playing, um, a lot of names that are familiar, but I don't know. Uh, so it's it's been very it's been very fun to watch that, um, and I know you're super proud of that when you get those kids out. So um, it's it, it'll be it'll be it'll be fun watching, and and I'm hoping obviously hoping you guys have have a ton of success uh, as you guys keep moving forward. So I know you're having fun, man. Um, I know you you are uh, like you said earlier, you are uh, you know you're 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 like me in that you always look at the the what ifs and and if I could have done something different, but, uh, you know, I think you're doing a great job, man. And, and you don't have, you don't have to worry about, uh, worry about the what ifs as much as you think you do. I appreciate that. Yeah. And then, and then always, if you, if you're, if you get upset, you can always go back and, and look at the, uh, the 2017 season or the 2018 season. Uh, cause I posted, <laughs> I posted that, that picture the other day when, when we went like 13 quarters without scoring a touchdown. And that was the worst, the worst stretch of football other than this past season for me, that was like the worst stretch of football just mentally for us. Cause it was, that was, that was, that was hard. Yeah, that was hard. We were, uh, you know, again, great kids and, and we were working so hard at it and it just a rough patch, but um, God, that's what's wild about this game, man. I know. Well, and that's, and I, and I look, I don't know how, I don't know if you ever, again, how far back you go, but I look back on, on those two years and, and, kind of kick myself a little bit for the things we did, the things we didn't do. Um, and, and some of the, some of the cards we left out on the table, so to speak, cause it was, we, we left some good cards out on the table. Um, hey, weren't you just talking about the, the what ifs and not worrying about Yeah, them I know, but I, it's my <laughs> podcast. I can do whatever the hell I want. So, all right. No. Well, DD, I know you got, you got class, man. I don't want to keep you, um, drop your Twitter handle again for anybody. And, and, um, I will, I will suggest this guys, once he drops his Twitter, reach out because he's got a ton of stuff. Um, he's done some great things, got a ton of culture accountability pieces. And, and honestly, anybody looking to start, um, a, a lifting program in their school or in the in, in season, off season, out of season, whenever, give this guy a look. Cause he's doing some great things with, with, uh, Fort Madison athletics. So drop your Twitter coach. All right, it's at Coach Doherty twenty. So uh, look forward to collaborating with anybody, and and always love having conversations, lifting football, life, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, DDI appreciates, man. Love you, buddy. 
um Love let's, you too, let's, man. let's Thank talk you. soon yeah let's talk again soon um about some stuff and uh yeah that's all i got brother absolutely man i appreciate you thank you so much all right man we'll talk soon all right see you bye The Hog Football Podcast is brought to you by the online clinic at Chief Pigskin. The online clinic by Chief Pigskin is a collection of coaching content from over a decade of travels from a high school coach. With video quality that is unmatched, you should check them out at clinic.chiefpigskin.com.